Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. We're off a little bit, but we are back. Uh, my name is Dan Sherry. I am your host this evening. I am joined once again this week by my esteemed colleagues, AJ and Marky. What you. is going on, gentlemen? It's been a while. It is absolutely great to see you guys. What's happening? Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, I've been uh, trying to talk to you guys about movies for a couple of weeks now and just texting and doing all that weird messaging bullshit. It's not working. So I'm ready to right. ready to talk it out. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's been yeah, a few weeks. Took a little uh, a summer break hiatus. And uh, how about you, AJ? How has your past few weeks been? What you've been up to? Anything exciting going on? Last time I got a Zoom invite, Marky, was July first. So, damn, ah, so that's been a while. It's been, huh? it's been a while, yeah. So more damn. than a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, um, good. I, I, I've, you know, I've, I've not been getting rusty as far as watching movies go. So I've, I've seen a good right. amount of movies, not at the theater, but I've been watching movies. Mm-hmm. But I've know, seen a, I've seen a few in theaters. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been wanting to, but just I don't know. I don't like going alone. I just, you know, I li- I, I, I li- fucking love it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I love going alone. Yeah, to me, it's so much better. But especially now that I got a kid. Oh my yeah. god, a couple hours of heaven. Yeah, you know, I got. Admittedly, I have not been watching many movies. I went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder. Loved it. It very, very much Taika movie. Like they. Right. Very clearly a Taika movie, so uh, I enjoyed that quite a bit. But uh, to be honest, I've been watching a lot of TV. I haven't been watching many movies. Mm-hmm. I've been watching. Uh, so there's this show on Netflix. It's real kind of low key. I don't think anyone's ever heard of it. It's uh, it's called Stranger Things. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I checked I, that I out. Saw an article about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's uh, you know. It's a little weird. It's about like these nerdy kids from the '80s playing Dungeons and Dragons. So I couldn't relate at all. But, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, right, I, was, I, I was such a, little a cool kid. <laughs> right. We've all seen it. It's a great show. Yeah. Dan's a huge nerd, and yes, he used to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, it, it, that yes. pretty much sums it up. Yeah, yeah, that was way quicker. The, the sarcasm <laughs> was getting a little bit too thick. But in watching it, it actually brings me something because it had me thinking. Right, like. Um, it's you know most of it's written and directed by the Duffer Brothers. Uh-huh. Like, is it just me, or does it seem like this kind of filmmaking team thing is like way bigger now than ever before? Like, yeah, for me, the first like team I can remember is like the Cohen Brothers in like right. the late '80s, early '90s. I don't remember anything before them. Well, right. I, I, I did just tell you about how I went down a predator rabbit hole and found oh, out right. yeah. that uh, 
the original Predator movie was written by a pair of brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, fuck, I forgot their names. But And they did Predator 1. They did Predator 2 just as writers. And yeah. then they did uh, Wild Wild West, oddly That's enough. right, yes. <laughs> and Behind like Enemy Lines. And then they just fucking stopped. They're like, we're good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah but you, we got, it we got... does seem to be more now. Yeah, we got the like I said, the Duffers, the Daniels, the dudes that did everything everywhere, uh, uh-huh. the Russo brothers, who we'll be talking about later tonight. That's right. uh, what yeah. about what about uh, the uh, uh, Sean Gunn? I mean, I know he he's always got his brother in his shit. Yeah, James and Sean Gunn. But it's I don't know if James. Team, yeah. Right. I don't know if James like is a mm-hmm. co-writer on any of it, but he's always in his brother's yeah. movies. You got uh, Marcus and McFeely, the dudes that did the Lego movie. Okay. So, yeah, we got a ton of them nowadays, but like the earliest ones I can remember are, you know, from the 80s. Was there any like old Hollywood teams like this? Does anyone know? I've just one of those things I started thinking about seeing the Duffer Brothers name all the time. Yeah, you don't remember uh, Bobby Hitchcock, brother of Alfred? (laughs) Oh, Alfred and Bobby. You know what? I totally forgot about Bobby. Yeah, poor, poor guy gets a shaft. No one yeah, remembers Bobby. I'm uncredited on most of the uh, some of the some of the better known films. You know. Yeah. <laughs> poor Bobby. I think he. I think uh, he was probably being too nice to uh, what's her name from the birds when 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 his brother was trying to you know beat yeah. him down into submission. You know. Trying <laughs> to get him out of the way. Yeah. What the heck's her name? Oh, Jesus Christ, hey, you're killing me with this. <laughs> anyway. well, yeah. you, know what, you know what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> the he, he was the nicer of the two brothers. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, But, uh, yeah, other than that, you know, another thing, really, I, uh, no, another one that I've been watching that made me think of something was uh, The West Wing. I remember The West Wing is like, like you're always watching years. Oh, I, I probably have been, <laughs> yeah. I was watching it a couple of weeks ago, right? And then I started, like I said, it's like from 20 years ago. Uh, the actors in it were old at the time. It's so like half the people on there I'm seeing, and I'm like, hey, is that guy still alive? And I kept <laughs> having to look it up. And I was curious, is it just me? Or do you guys know if these people are dead or alive? So we're going to play a little yeah. game here. All right. I'm going I'm to tell you an actor, actress, director uh, and you guys tell me if they're alive or if they're dead okay pretty simple premise so first on i said from watching uh the west wing martin sheen is he alive or dead martin sheen has to still be alive i would have heard that if he passed away he's dead <laughs> See, this is, is where dead? i was at this, you guys in my dead? brain right now martin sheen is alive okay yes. thank you i was like surely i would have heard if he died right Yes, I, I well, he would figure. But AJ seems so confident. Like, nope, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, all right. How about um, from from the 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 Jeffersons and Amen, Mr. Sherman Helmsley, alive or dead? Oh, he's dead. Um, I'm not familiar with who he is. Do you have anything else? Uh, uh that's those shows yeah, are all, you're, you're time. all in the family. He's yeah. on Archie Bunker a few times. Yeah, those are those are but. Before my time, so I'm going to say he has passed. You're correct. German Helmsley is dead. You both okay. nailed it. All right. Uh, how about Roman Polanski? Famed director Roman Polanski. He's that alive. piece of shit's still alive. 
He's alive. You guys yeah. both knew that. I I <laughs> thought for sure he was dead. <laughs> no, nope, he's up, just yeah, Roman Polanski still alive. Just being a sneaky piece of shit yeah, out there shitty, in France. Shitty person, great filmmaker. Yeah. Isn't it France where he's just laying low and diddling kids or whatever? Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere yeah. like that. Yeah. All right. Definitely, so, not, definitely not Poland. Yeah. <laughs> so I started thinking of older, you know, uh, filmmakers and directors. How about uh, Mr. Mel Brooks? Alive he's or dead? still alive, dude. That guy's yeah. a thousand years old. He's still alive. Yeah, he's still around. You are both correct. And uh, speaking of old filmmakers, Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner. He's got to be dead. No, he's alive, right? He is dead. He just died uh, like less than two years ago. So, yeah, he okay. recently passed away. Uh, all right. couple more. Let's just see. Like ones that I was completely wrong on. John Lithgow. He's alive. I saw him on TV the other day. Yeah, he's ah. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard he died. But no, uh, he, uh, you were t- real quick sidebar. You were talking about shows you've been watching. I just uh, started watching The Old Man on Hulu. Oh, it's an FX show. It's got Jeff Bridges and mm-hmm. John Lithgow is in it. I'm only two oh, episodes deep, but it's it's uh, turning out to be a pretty good number. I'm I'm liking this, so I recommend it. I'm only two episodes in, but it's going good. And it's Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be something I can tell. All right, and, and last along. one. Uh, Mr. Regis Philbin, alive or dead? Hmm. Dead. I'm going to go with alive. Marky, you get this one. Regis Philbin is dead. Nice. Again, less, just barely two years ago, Regis passed away. So I think I won the alive or dead game. Yeah, the, this time. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it back because nothing better than talking about death. You know, yeah. everyone, everyone perks up when you talk about death. It's great. Right. <laughs> Speaking of dead people, uh, that's a nice seg- segue into one of my news segments, but Paul Sorvino nice. from the Goodfellas has passed away on July mm. 25th at the age of 83. That was uh, Paul or Polly in the Goodfellas. He was old. Yeah, He uh, outlived um, Ray Liotta. Which, uh, yeah, impressive, because I mean, he was like Indeed. the elder statesman and Ray Liotta was the kid. Right, and uh, he's always been a big fella. Paul Sorvino, but I guess he just carries that weight naturally. Yeah, he really did, huh? He lasted a while. His uh, his daughter, great actress too, Mira Sorvino. Big fan of hers. That name sounds really familiar. Do you have something you could tell me she's in? Uh, off the top of my head. Uh, God, off the top of your things. iPhone? <laughs> yeah, yeah off, the, off the top of uh, IMDB. <laughs> I can tell you Mira Sorvino. Uh, has been yeah. choosing uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, okay. the replacement killers, okay. Chow Yun Fat, that movie, which by ah, the way, wicked yeah, yeah. overlooked movie. That movie was dope, yeah. Chow Yun Fat, and uh, who who was the director of those ones? Uh, he had a string, the dogs, that was, like uh, slow Antoine Fuqua. Oh, that one was, I didn't know, yeah. That. Antoine, I love Fuqua Antoine Fuqua, was, it was one of his early ones, okay. I but, thought it was the yeah. uh. Other guy that likes chow on fat and does the uh, doves and slow motion and shit. Yeah, John Woo. John Woo. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. So, but yeah, uh, did we miss? Yeah, we missed the Ray. We were actually recorded right after Ray Liotta passed, but we never really uh, gave him we were, the, the proper send off he deserved. That's right. But yeah, yeah. But the Goodfellas are dropping left and right all of a sudden, huh? Well, you know. 
Um, if Pesci dies within the next month, it's we'll, he's we'll old man. He's old. Dude, he's, uh, Pacino. 100. Yeah, these you know we're we're at a time where all these greats they're they're at the end of their rope. We're gonna start seeing them drop off. Well, fuck, dude. Betty White lasted to like 150, right? So we might see some of these people hang on a bit longer. Yeah. Okay. That was a good game, though, DP. I like that. I'd, yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to play that one again. So like I said, I, I kept finding myself Googling all these actors right. to find out they were alive you know, or dead. I felt bad might, not knowing, so I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one that didn't know. <laughs> what might? Yeah. What might be a fun uh, kind of addition onto it? It might be a little bit too dark, but if we did like a Deadpool portion of it where like you know is uh john lithgow alive or dead like he is right. alive you are correct he's alive how much more do you think he has <laughs> right that might be a little Dude. bit too fucked up yeah <laughs> see if we can two is that depth. what aj said Dude, two. That's, that's dark oh he said dude i thought he said two Dude, that's, that's dark. too dark okay that's really dark. all right all right we won't do that predicting death a little darker i can see that yeah um, I do have uh, a couple things that mm. I saw pop up in the, the movie news this what week. You got? Um, well, you guys know, AJ, especially how much of a fan I am of the movie In Bruges mm-hmm. that has Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, and it's written and directed by Martin McDonough. Um, just randomly stumbled across like a headline that Martin McDonough has a new movie coming out i had no idea he was working on one but it's coming out this october it's coming out october 1st oh very nice it's pretty fucking soon it's called the banshees of i can't i don't know i've never seen this word in my life the banshees of any sharon it might be an irish word i have no Mm -hmm. idea i'm I'm most likely butchering it but he's an irish guy and he is recasting colin farrell and brendan gleason Ooh, and he's also got uh, Barry Keegan, and there is a woman called Carrie Condon. Um, I'm not familiar with her. Pat Short. Uh, there's some other names I don't recognize, but um, yeah, Colin Farrell is one of his favorites. You know, he used him in uh, um, Seven Psychopaths in Bruges, and I guess just those two. So this will be the third with him. Brendan Gleeson, he's just used one other time. The premise for this movie, IMDb says, two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for the both of them. Mm. So quite vague, but also intriguing in my mind. And this guy, Martin McDonough, if you've seen any of his movies, in Bruges, uh, he also did uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic movie so he he's got a real special way of writing a movie so i am very excited to see this again you know that's something we're gonna have to put together but we need a list are both three billboards and in bruges in the vault they might be i'm pretty sure in bruges is in the vault yeah i'm I'm not sure about three billboards I, feel like I remember in Bruges was waiting to be put into the vault until I saw it, I believe. And uh, then I saw it and yeah, immediately voted. Fuck. Yeah. That, yeah. that goes in the vault. I fucking loved in Bruges. That, yeah. that was Thank excellent. You. 
So yeah, glad to hear it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is in Bruges is one of my favorite movies yeah, that was of all time. Love Man. that movie. Yeah. Really, um, really good. And I love the way that uh, Martin McDonough and Colin Farrell, they seem to, I don't know, DP, have you seen Seven Psychopaths? That one I have not, no. It's not quite as good, but it is, again, just special with like the way that it's a unique movie, another unique movie, and the writing is it's just different. And it just, the, the people that work in that movie just work together so well, like Three Billboards. Um, so really excited to see what he does next with this. I, I will see everything this guy does. Right. I, I don't need to know what it's about. I don't need to know who's in it. If this guy's doing a movie, I'm, I'm all in. Oh, um, the uh, other piece of um, news I've got, not as exciting for probably anybody else except for me, that there is a new Predator movie coming out. Yeah, um, called Prey. Called Prey. That, on, actually, uh, that looks pretty interesting. I gotta say, yeah, yeah it's a you know new little twist. They, this is Predator movie number seven or eight or who right. knows. Um, yeah, this one's called Prey, and it's set in like uh, indigenous, like Native American times. Mm-hmm. So it's people with like stone bow and arrows fighting against a predator. Um, it's going straight to Hulu uh august 5th friday august 5th will be available yeah, um, nice. yeah i'm excited to see that that's what got me down that rabbit hole of looking up who wrote the original predator movies mm-hmm. so any hooshers um all right so uh, tonight like i said we, actually before we go anywhere aj like i said you haven't got to chat much you got anything uh you, you want to get off your chest before we move into uh into movie review time no i'm good you're good all right so let's dive into our review tonight so we're, we're just doing one movie tonight uh wanted to you know make sure we gave ourselves ample time to shoot the shit and get caught up i mean it's been it's been a while since we talked i i gotta right. i gotta say i did miss talking to you guys so so super happy we're back but uh, the, this week we're reviewing the uh, still new, right? I mean, it's been a just week over, old, I guess. Just over a week now. It's been out on uh, on Netflix. the The film, The Gray Man. Um, yeah, if if you haven't seen it yet, we we will be uh, spoiling spoiling this one. So, oh yeah, uh, big time. Yeah, it, I'd say go and watch it. Yeah. Or just, it, it, yeah. it, it's worth the watch at the end. So yeah, I, hit, yeah. Hit pause, go watch the gray man and, and then come back and, and listen to our review of it. Cause yeah, we will spoil it. So, uh, it is written and directed by the, the Russo brothers, Anthony and Joe Russo, who, you know, most known for all the, the, the Marvel movies they did. They did infinity war and Endgame and just been, yeah, printing money <laughs> the they, movies so they've been making lately real quick though that's um to point out you said the marvel movies they, they've done a select few of the marvel movies but they've done the highest grossing the marvel biggest movies yeah right mm-hmm. yeah the, the end game and infinity war i think and they like did like one two uh, Cap- on the yeah fucking, so, yeah yeah billion um they did uh, captain america civil war as well correct 
Yes. Yeah, that's okay. kind of their their first one that got them in good with everybody. So gotcha. But uh yeah, so written and directed by the the, the Russos. It's uh like I said available on Netflix. Stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Billy Bob Thornton, uh and Jessica Henwick. Brief parents by Alfred Woodward. Um and it here's the the IMDB little uh, synopsis of it. When the CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is known to none, accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets, a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. Sounds cool. <laughs> Sounds like something I would watch. Right? Yeah. It's, you know, 007 born identity. It really is. Been there. We've seen it, but they're, they're always fucking fun as shit. There's, there's a reason there's so many versions of this story. Right. Because it's a fun one. Um, so let's get into this. Uh, AJ, before you give us your overall thoughts on the film, I just want to know specifically, and afterwards from you too, Marky, specifically... What did you think of Ryan Gosling as the badass action star? That's what you want to start with? Oh, sorry, yeah, AJ. I, I want to start with Gosling. AJ, what, what were your thoughts on him as the, as the lead badass guy? I guess I could take him or leave him. Uh, I mean, First off, I thought this movie was the biggest pile of dog shit I've ever seen. <laughs> well, see, that, that, that's why I want to start off with, the, with this particular yeah. part before we get into everything. So, so it's hard for me to 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 say anything about Ryan Gosling, who's not a bad actor, but you know he's wasting his time in a piece of dog shit movie. <laughs> so, I have taken shits. I've enjoyed more. <laughs> Than the two hours I spent watching this hunk of crap. All right. So how about so you? Gosling, Gosling's okay. <laughs> Whatever. He's well, there. He's there. Well, Gosling's in it. <laughs> what did you think of Ryan Gosling, Marky? Um, I honestly, uh, I I do like Ryan Gosling um, for numerous movies that he's made, um, but in this role, it almost felt like a placeholder um it could have been it could have been anybody um because the character was so emotionless and bland it wasn't like ryan gosling brought anything extra you could have swapped the actually no i don't know about that but you could have dropped anybody into uh you know anybody of his stature and build and ethnicity whatever it, what, just what, any what, person into that role, and it would have yeah, been the same. What, what's the movie where that, he's? Yeah. What, what's the movie where he's the stunt driver? Uh, Beyond the Pines, Place Beyond the Pines. No, no, no. He's, is that drive? It? Like a, oh, drive. drive. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically the same. He's just acting like the same guy. Yeah, I agree same, with that. Yeah, I've never seen Drive, so I, oh, so I, I fucking can't love Drive. He's, but he's acting like the same guy. Like he's just. Yeah. He didn't. He did. There's no. There's no. You know. It, that's who. He, it's just that. I, I I could argue, and I will fight you over Drive, though. Fine, I don't care. I'm we're not talking about drive tonight. Yeah, fine. No. I, I'm not saying drive is terrible or anything. I'm just saying he reminded me of the same character. Like I, I agree he didn't even that. have to he didn't have to try, he just put on that suit. You know I what agree. I mean? 
He put on that character well, suit. He I, was like, I okay, think... I'll do that in this movie because you know what? I don't have to try all that hard because you know they just they're just paying me to like. I don't know how many of his own stunts he does, but you know there was like it was like that. This movie was like like inane set piece after inane set piece. Like right. it was just I just couldn't. You couldn't. It, the movie couldn't get out of its own way with the set pieces. Like. It just yeah. wanted to destroy the whole whatever city they were in, Vienna, Prague, I don't give a fuck. They, they were just trying to destroy whatever city they were in, whatever, you know, mm. like the, with that with their stupid ass fucking private army led by Chris Evans who couldn't get out of their own ways and they couldn't kill one dude in the middle yeah. of the city, out in the middle. I mean, look, I like spy thrillers too, but I like a little cat and mouse game. I like a little subtlety. I like a little like cleverness. Right. There was none of that here. No, it was None very of that. The writing the was the writing was terrible too. I don't know. So this is based off a book. Whoever adapted whoever adapted yeah. the screenplay, garbage. Rousseau brothers, I guess. So, I I'm done. I'm done for a few minutes. All right. I think uh, uh, what AJ was saying to add on to that, um, Ryan Gosling, uh, how he said that he just you know transferred this character over i've i wrote something down similar to that and that he's just it's i've got ryan gosling just playing ryan gosling ryan gosling yeah. just being, yeah because it's very common character that he's played in a lot of movies yes where it's, it's just a deadpan delivery uh every once in a while he does this little wink where he's like oh i've got emotion hidden behind my stone emotion you know whatever right, stone right. wall i care about this song. little girl with her pacemaker whatever <laughs> like, Anna, Anna de Armas almost became ugly to me after watching this movie. Oh, that's how hot wow. she is. Like, that's how bad this movie and how, how hot she is. Like, I couldn't look at her the same. I was like, oh my God, this poor woman. Because she's not a bad actress. You know? No, she's not. And she is lava hot. Fucking cash grab this thing. So, so for me, I've. I, like I've never seen Drive, I've never seen A Place Beyond the Pine. So everything I know Gosling from is like, notebook. you know, rom coms. Yeah, The Notebook, Crazy Stupid Love. So for me, seeing him okay. as like, you know, the the tough guy, I thought I'm like, oh, this is kind of a good role for him. He he works as the tough guy, and that I mean, I again, that was kind of. The only good thing about this movie, I mean, gotcha. I, I'll say this too: like, there are some really, uh, like, well choreographed action scenes uh-huh. that would should have been great, like, it, like great fight choreography. Everything looks good, and then like it ends with some really bad CGI and ruins the rest of the action scene. So. It, or on top of that, if I could add to that, they've got mm. great they've got great fight choreography, but then they uh, muddle it up with some CGI like fire or smoke that kind of uh, obscures yeah. the fight. Like you mm-hmm. can tell that the you can tell that the choreography is solid, like it's good. Yeah, and I forget. But who, they covered it up anyways. They yeah, cover it up weird, or, or the room is really dark, or it, it's hard to see, or they do these. Uh, michael bay type quick edits when they didn't need to mm-hmm. and because i i found myself rewinding um some of the fight scenes i mean the, with the luxury of being in my house and watching this movie i could rewind some scenes because i like to see like where that punch came from 
or, you know, where that pistol, you know, who drew that gun out? Because if you were just to watch it from beginning to end, one of these fights, it's, it looks like a mess, but mm-hmm. they could have, it could have been cleaner if they just didn't put so much, uh, if they didn't obscure it so much. Yeah, they weird put so shit. much damn lacquer on it, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Because there were moments of it that were fucking really cool. It's like yeah. good ideas as far as action sequences go with that, you know, the street car going down at way too fast and people mm-hmm. chasing it like that had potential for some great shit yeah. but ruined by bad CGI and, the and airpl- like I said the, the airplane coming apart was bad I thought yeah so, that, that CGI was terrible I've got as that happened so that's a C-130 um, mm. my my dad w- was a pilot his whole career of that aircraft and my brother flew it mm-hmm. for a while before they switched over to a uh, C-17 so I saw that scene where the pistol goes through the round. I'm like, you can't do that in a C-130. Those planes aren't pressurized. That's bullshit. (laughs) So I text my brother. I was like, hey, man, uh, C-130s aren't pressurized, right? And he's like, no, they are. And I was like, oh, well, like, if you fire a gun through the fuselage, it's not going to, like, rip apart and suck everyone out, right? And he's like, nah, that wouldn't really happen. I was like, but it (laughs) would happen if it was in a 757 at 30,000 feet, right? He's like, nah, it still wouldn't happen. Like, yeah. So you're telling me that Hollywood's been lying to me my whole fucking life? <laughs> it doesn't matter what broken. plane. Yeah, that's you know, not happening. <laughs> that's what my heart was broken because I thought for sure that it wouldn't happen with that plane, but it would happen with other planes. My dumb ass thought you, you just had to be higher and like it had to be a more pressurized aircraft. And But it, yeah, it, it one pistol round goes through the side of that airplane and the whole thing ends up burning mm-hmm. to the ground but but again like that scene should have been awesome you know gosling taking on all these dudes in a small confined area like it it had it, and it started off great and, and it had potential to be a great action sequence that just got ruined by you know stupid shit and bad choices by basically by the fucking russos like they yeah it, they've been fucking I love their movies. <laughs> right. The, this one didn't. Yeah. So I, it, it had some problems. They, this movie, I think, uh, had a reportedly a $200 million budget. Um, mm-hmm. But this movie went straight to Netflix, whereas the Marvel movies obviously were in theaters and garnered yeah. untold godly amounts of money. So this movie, the return on this movie, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way that I understand these economics is that they spend $200 million on a movie with the idea that you keep your Netflix subscription or that new people sign up for Netflix mm-hmm. and that they are going, they, they tease a sequel, which they've already announced a mm-hmm. sequel and a spinoff, by the way. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. They get a sequel and a spinoff. So obviously this did well enough. Well, I think that it, I believe uh, my thought is that they, had made that decision before they even released it on Netflix that they were going to make a sequel and a, you know, at least a sequel. Um, but I, I started out with this point because this movie cost $200 million. It didn't go to a theater. So it's not returning direct. Yeah, you can't, you can't see, but, but again, like I said, if Netflix is that, willing to sink more money in, 
Right. They must have saw some return on it, right? But like, but with with that, I think that's why we get the shitty CGI because oh, yeah, yeah, two hundred yeah, million dollars yeah, yeah. goes to the set pieces, it goes to the actors, it goes to the Rousseau brothers, and it goes mm-hmm. to the staff because these people aren't making money on the return from the box office. You got to pay all these people up front, and you got to pinch some corners somewhere, and it's going to be in the CGI and then you know some of the editing or whatever. But why not? Why do all that CGI? Why not tell a, just a better story where you don't have to rely on that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what they were. They were like, That's "Oh, a, we uh, we we, we, have, we don't have the best story here, so we're just going to throw a bunch of special effects at you and yeah. some impressive, like you know, impressive like uh, action sequences, and hope that that covers up, you know, how bad the story is. We're going to crash a and how cliche quality. the story is. You know? Yeah, we're going to crash a trolley car in Prague and start an all-out war in a European city." Right. And we're just going to go ahead and make all that. On How much sense does that actually make? Isn't it more interesting and exciting to watch like, like the mission impossible stuff where the, it's, it's, you know, there is action set things and stuff, but it's, you know, the plot's more um, intricate and subtle. Right. And like, you know, there's, there's more like to think about and it leaves you kind of going, Oh shit. Yes. Yes. I but kept waiting for a twist in this one. Right. I kept thinking like at some point, I thought there's Billy gonna be Bob. something that like right. there's gonna be like a know. heel Whoa. turn somewhere, right? Yeah. right. And yeah. even when Billy Bob like threw him under the bus right away, and that's when the whole plane thing happened. I was like, why didn't they figure out this contingency? Like, why? Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta understand. Like, if they if they sort of even suspected there was like some bad shit going on in the in the CIA, like, and that they were in danger because they, they even knew that, like, they had to move the, the niece around at one point, right? Because they didn't yeah. want her ever getting to, like, how did that even happen if they would, like, if they were, like, spies? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just none of it really worked for me at all. So, and, alright, so like I said, Gosling, I, I was okay with. Billy Bob, I thought was fine. But yeah, the, the plot and the plot holes and like oh, you know massive holes. the shit that didn't fit were bad but the word like and with movies like this when you have a a villain that is just fucking ridiculous well he was a caricature it, he was so like the fucking mustache really like did were you at any point did you think like oh he's scary no, no, it was he a was, joke. Yeah, he was foolish. And he was a joke. I, I liked, I liked Chris Evans. Did you really? I, oh I did. my god! I did. He drove me nuts. Uh, I no, thought he was uh, GP, I'm with you. It was just like a caricature yeah. uh, of like every, of every like you know, like mustache twirling villain you've exactly. ever seen. Exactly. But, yes. but, but completely inept. Like inept, mm-hmm. like sending all his private army into a city to take to take down yeah. one dude who was handcuffed to a fucking park bench or wherever it was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, come on. Come yeah. on. He, he was he was every bond villain, every bond villain mixed with fucking wily e. coyote. It was look, like look, what the fuck, dude. We we've seen the gray man a thousand times in other movies, just done way better and yeah. way yeah. more and way more competently. And mm-hmm. with better plots and with better performances and with better villains. Yeah. And that's and the other villain there, Reje Jean Page or whatever. 
the you know the director Denny whatever right the dude from Bridgerton yeah dude he was horrible like who's who are you talking about now who's this he, he was, was like the, the, he the was director. like the, he was the one calling all the shots. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh the slick asshole. Yeah. That's yes. Inside yeah. the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in season one of Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotcha. AJ, what are you what are you watching now? Bridgerton? Hey <laughs> Look, I'm just up on my, you know, pop culture and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, he hosted fucking SNL for Christ's sake. He sure yeah, did. He, I, I watched a lot of SNL clips on yeah. uh, on YouTube. So, but I will say, you know, I, with with you guys uh, pointing those things out about Chris Evans, that's hilarious because I could see that a thousand times over right now. I, I don't know how I didn't right, catch but, that. Right, but, but what, what did what did you like about him? I liked uh, what I liked about Chris Evans particularly was just that I, I hadn't seen Chris Evans do anything besides Captain America for like eleven years. So I liked seeing him do oh, Knives Out, um, but mm-hmm. there's something that was fun to see him just be like this sadistic kind of asshole you know mm-hmm. it, it reminded me a little bit of uh uh not another teen movie again i completely forgot about knives out when i was writing my notes for this he was great in knives out his character right. was cool in knives out right right and, and i'll say this about him i'm not sure if it was so much him or the script because the shit they had him say was so stupid that I got one. Like, I don't know how good he could have pulled it off. Like, I don't know if anyone could have pulled off what he was, you know, like, his down, role. I don't know if anyone could make that scary. And I wrote down one of his lines. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> when Billy Bob drops a grenade at his feet, Chris Evans says, douche. <laughs> douche. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I wrote it down. The one good line he had. Called him a douche. Yeah, and he grabs one of his henchmen and puts him in front of him. So I, d- I did think. Hey, you uh, know, what? I liked that. Throughout that the movie, <laughs> throughout the movie, Chris Evans was always grabbing the nearest henchman and then just using him as a human shield. Right. Uh, so you know, there's little things like that that I liked. Mm-hmm. The thing um, is, I don't think the intention was for him to be a farce or comical. He was supposed to be supposed the to be bad scary. guy. Yeah. yeah, he's supposed to be the guy you were afraid of. Like, he's got the little girl hostage. Like, I was never worried she was going to die, ever. Yeah. No. I figured she could take him in a fight. So Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he had to pull out a knife to even be, like, in a fight with oh, Gosling. Dude, character. Ryan Gosling got stabbed, like, 18 times by, like, a nine-inch knife. Right. And he just walked that shit off. And, and that's a, of course, that whole final that's, that's fight. normal. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> At first, I was like, "All right, this is perfect. This is how it should go." Because that fight started off with Gosling cool. just kicking the living shit out of him. Like right. it, Chris Evans couldn't land a punch, and right. I was like, "All right, this is the way it should go." Because, like I say, he's been like a farce the whole movie, so he shouldn't yeah. stand a chance against him. And it started off that way, where he just kicked his ass, but then all of a sudden, he started coming back and stabbed him twenty times. Oh, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a, I've got another one. I, I, I put on the subtitles when this happened, when uh, when Chris Evans pulled out his butterfly knife, mm-hmm. he said, let's see if this fucks is what he said. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to put let's on the subtitles. Yep, did. Yep, I had to did. put on the subtitles oh, to make sure I heard that. Boy. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. yeah, he said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he said that. Um, 
but again, like it, this movie, this this movie had the potential, but yeah. boy, like, like terrible yeah. villains, badly spent money. I would say. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, not, and I can't not according believe... to not according to Netflix though. Yeah, they're, they're, they're oh, happy with well, it. Yeah, yeah so everyone that has been on social media or the internet um, for the past month has seen a thousand gray man ads shoved down their throats. Oh yeah. boy, it's been that's everywhere. the other thing with yeah. the money, right? Yeah, Ruben that's true. Money at that. Um, and, and now and, they're invested now they're in they're in it oh and they, they are in it for so much immediately announced not only a sequel but a spinoff so you know spinoff meaning that it's going to be anna de armas or you know fucking mm-hmm. fill in the blank one of these other characters or sierra five four yeah, three, jessica two, henwick maybe I, I have to tell you though remember the the scene with the trolley and everything when she comes out of nowhere in that red audi mm-hmm. i was like where the fuck did she come from like she's now she's here. Where the yeah. fuck did she come from? Yeah. Oh, she got the bug out car from the garage. Yeah, the bullet bulletproof one. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah right. So and then, you know, then then they have that whole argument where he throws her the gun and it's empty and she can't shoot him as he's like no, no one throws a loaded gun. Yeah. Right. I kept thinking, all right, this means something, right? Like yeah. that guy. That he was fighting against what uh I think he his lone wolf I think was right. what he yeah. was called. I was like, all right, those two must be like in cahoots or something, and lone wolf's gonna lead him there. There's gonna be some twist. Nope, 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 no twist at all. No he twist. Legitimately, just doesn't think you should throw a loaded gun. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you talking like? And not only that, but lone wolf. Uh, turns a page at the end of the movie because he doesn't believe yeah, in their honor. So he's yeah, like, right, because, not honorable because they were, were going to kill the kid or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Fucking His asshole. whole stretch was so, like, made no sense. Yeah. There was no, no you know, sense. like, these spy thrillers are supposed to be fucking a little bit of cloak and dagger and stuff. It's supposed exactly. to be. They destroyed supposed... everything. <laughs> right. There was no subtlety. It was about as subtle as a heart attack. This movie. Right. It, it was just <laughs> such a bummer. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, uh, I did. I did find it uh, a, a bit entertaining. Not a bit. I found it a lot entertaining throughout. You know, I'll give my rating at the end, but that exactly what aj just said this is a, supposed to be a, a spy movie a cia mm-hmm. like a covert program people that you don't know their names they're scrubbed from the record and they're just decimating cities they're right in the middle of it right right in the <laughs> town the city center like right in yeah. the middle of everything <laughs> destroying yeah. everything. totally exposed like yeah if they yeah, had, we, we didn't know we didn't know who you were at the beginning now everybody knows who you are now you're if the they person had just shooting tweak- up the city if they yeah. had tweaked this movie just a little bit further, just a little bit further to, you know, the crazy, they could have made this a farce and it may have been perfect just right. in the fact that it was funny and hilarious. Like a satire yeah. of a spy. Exactly. It, it right. was a shade away from being a comedy. <laughs> right. right. It was really, <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, it was, it was like about six explosions away from being like a comedy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it was so. It, it was on the so, cusp of MacGruber. To, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> to speak on that, especially with the Chris Evans character, like right? so comedy. You know what? Like, I'm actually going to watch this again and pretend it's a comedy. 
And I'll get back to you guys because let's maybe do yeah. right, let's key. let's do a re let's do a re review. Uh, five stars. The this movie's hilarious. The gray man. Yeah. yeah. We'll re-review it in a couple of weeks. And you know what? We'll 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 rate it based on the fact that we're we're judging it as a comedy. Yeah. I bet we'll right. love it. So there was I, it was it had no spy elements really, like truly. None, right? no. I kept waiting for them. Because you're like, I even thought this when they, they were doing that whole huge like shootout thing in the middle of the city, right? I'm thinking to myself. How are these people like showing any sort of like subterfuge or anything that's like remotely resembling spy right. tactics? <laughs> like, Maybe because I showed up in a minivan. <laughs> the right. minivan. Uh, there's a tint on the windows. Like, what? How are they disguising themselves? Yeah. Like, there was nothing that showed me spy or thriller. By the way, mm, like none yeah. of those. Supposed to be a th- spy thriller. I saw none of that. Yeah, and to. Uh... To add to this idea of this movie being a comedy, um, you guys have heard the term plot armor before. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a million rounds that go past Ryan Gosling that somehow oh. always miss him. And then as soon as Billy Bob Thornton gets shot at, he catches one right to the criticals. Right. And he's done. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I'm out. Right. Yeah. 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 Gosling can somehow hide behind a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Bob gets hit. Billy Bob caught one after five bullets. They like, oh, fuck me. And there's also the uh I, I thought it was funny. I mean, it's just nitpicking, but this we're we're nit, we're picking this movie apart anyways. But uh when Ryan Gosling when Ryan Gosling dropped a grenade at Chris Evans' feet, there was a distinct uh amount more of seconds before that grenade went off. And then when Billy Bob dropped a grenade at Chris Evans' feet, it went off immediately. Um in my notes, I wrote that it just must have come from a different manufacturer. You yeah, know, probably. Maybe a Chinese grenade and an American grenade. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, especially it's, when it's, I threw grenades, it was, just, it was all the same fucking time. It was three <laughs> right? seconds. No, it was just a bad batch. Mississippi, too. It was a bad batch, Mark. Boom. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The, the set pieces, uh, some of that was dope. Like the the apartment in Prague, right? Was that the, uh, the old retired CIA mm-hmm. lady? She had a dope place. Yeah, um, the the castle in um, Croatia was mm-hmm. super cool. Right on the water, yeah. Right, like, they had some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful right. places and great settings, but they just yeah. The, apparently, that's where the whole budget went. Yeah, um, and, and for the, and for the stars. Yeah. Oh, and you know, a, they had to pay. They had to pay yes. those people. Like seriously, mm-hmm. and they, that's they what, demand a lot. Those those three. Yeah, um, and that's what. What I said earlier, I think not just the stars, which are going to obviously be in the millions of dollars, but yeah. the entire staff, you have to pay those people uh, out of pocket out front. Like there's no, let's see what mm-hmm. the movie returns and you'll get like, you know, something back. If it, it's all, they can all demand a certain fee up front and like, I need this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I did have another note that um about the drone footage like the the literal uh like filming from a drone yes i i watched um half of the movie ambulance the other day on Mm -hmm. the airplane it's a michael bay movie yeah yeah um and i noticed that you know obviously michael bay loves his fast quick edits and just you know once camera to another bing bang boom Mm -hmm. but now he's using drones and this asshole is just exactly what you see on the internet with these kids like 
doing drone racing where they're just zooming around like 360s inverted flip upside down michael bass yeah. was in that there were a small handful of scenes in the gray man where really they cool too, shots yeah there were some cool ones but then they also were doing i don't mind the drone shots when it's done tastefully yeah there, there's one where it kind of fell off the bridge that's and fine then went along the yeah. water and zoomed in on you know the boat there like that was a really cool shot when it's done by somebody that's like in a drone race and they're like flipping it upside down and doing barrel rolls and mm -hmm. just like 360s like that's that is just adding chaos unnecessary chaos yeah. like you do not need to make it any more yeah. silly than it is with these camera flips yeah. so yeah, yeah. i've just been I noticing agree. more drone it's footage making like that me lately. crazy exactly i've been i've been seeing it totally, can, it totally can though you know i mean with mm -hmm. the movement being that fast yeah oh, big time <clears throat> um do you guys actually you want to hear something that i'm gonna assume uh -huh. will, anno will annoy both of you so rotten tomato score on this one right uh 46 percent yeah is that critics or audience that's the critics that's the critics yep you guys ready for the audience score can be high i guess it's Pretty fucking 91 percent who the fuck is reviewing this 91 percent really sheeple i guess I don't what know. the fuck did uh, how how yeah oh my god this one's hilarious <laughs> they rated it high but they said lots of action and suspense ryan reynolds great smooth operator <laughs> Chris, Chris, hold on, hold on. Chris Pine, hilarious. <laughs> okay. Was that an that audience or a sense. critic? Yeah, it was an yeah. audience one. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. funny. Just, okay, there's okay. some, there's some ironic. There's just people having yeah. fun with it. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. Good, at good, least, good. at least her. <laughs> that makes more sense. Her name, her name was Beth. Thank you, Beth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, seriously, ninety-one percent, really. And like I said, I I fucking love Ryan Gosling. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, I, how do you not? Oof. Yeah, you know what? He he's 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 a pretty good actor. I think he's been you know he was nominated for La La Land, right? His best mm -hmm. actor. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he he's good in Crazy Stupid Love, which is I love that movie. Mm -hmm. um, great in that Notebook. Ex excellent and, in yeah. that. So, and DP, what I was going to say um, earlier. You said that you had not seen Drive and A Place Beyond the Pines. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, AJ, have you seen those two movies? I've seen Drive, but I've not seen A Place Beyond the Pines. Okay. So uh, the character then um, that Ryan Gosling plays is somewhat similar, where it's just this uh, quiet, cryptic, uh, secretly violent person. Right. Like the gray man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, and that's what uh, uh, DP was saying that he enjoyed that in this movie because he hadn't seen that before. All mm. I was going to say is that um, I think he did it better in drive and a place beyond the pines where he's done it before. I mean, those film, I mean, I haven't seen beyond drive is a better film. I mean, it's just, drive was fun. I love that movie, man. Yeah. So drives a better, much better film than gray man. And, and, you know, I just, Oh man, this is a and, tough and one. drive drive uh, was on a shoestring budget too. Like that, that movie yeah. knew how to do special effects with, there were practical effects all they did was just like crash a couple cars i mean it, they didn't have to do anything nuts yeah but i don't know i mean yeah. we've seen we've seen so many spy thrillers right we all have 
Right. It's just been done so much better. Well, so then there was the so most recent James better. Bond movie, uh, uh, Daniel Craig's Crescendo of 007. Mm-hmm. He just went out on. Um, I didn't care for that one as much as some of the other ones that he's done. I think that Skyfall was his best one and then Casino Royale. Um, but, you know, he's done what, like six or so Bond films. Yeah, five or six, mm-hmm. right? Um, I so mean, he went the last two Mission Impossible movies. I massive. Mean, awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Right, we've just seen it done. I mean, it feels like I, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's like saturated the spy thriller, but there's good ones out there established franchises mm-hmm. that are just doing it much better. Yeah. If you're going to dip your toe into this. Right. Shit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If you're going to try to like step up to the big boys, I mean, you need to, you need to, you need to come out the gate with something better than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need you need to come out the gate like fucking Jason Bourne. There, what was it? The Bourne Born Ide- Born Born Identity. Identity was the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah first yeah. one. Fucking Ex- home run, Ex- and then excellent film. Next thing you know, you get a franchise. Yeah, mm-hmm. come and it seems like the Gray Man's stronger. already thinking franchise already. Yet they they did not come out the gate very right. They, I think they totally because based on what Mark is saying with the spinoff and sequel, they mm-hmm. put the cart before the horse. They like decided. It was going to be great before they released it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, do you guys they, remember because we the got movie. the stars and we got the we got the know, Russos, we got right, the, yeah, right, right. The, yeah, we got Ryan Gosling, we got Anna de Armas. Right, we got a home run here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you remember the Netflix movie with uh, Charlize Theron? Theron, um, was it called The Order? DP, did you yeah, see that one? I, I have not seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. That, yeah, that was another uh, one where they were doing their damnedest to tee, tee it up for a, mm-hmm. a, a subsequent movies and haven't science, heard anything science, since. Science fiction, right? Yeah, the, the people yeah. like Charlie Theron and like her crew are these like immortals that have just mm-hmm. like lived through time as like protectors oh, and fighters okay, or something. Okay. It's a fairly interesting story. And there's some concepts in the movie that I thought were uh, u- unique and like fun to think about. Like there was one of the yeah. characters that was immortal that was uh like put in a coffin and uh thrown out to sea to mm-hmm. drown and mm-hmm. they can't die so this person was drowning continuously for like a thousand years oh my god um, yeah it sounded awful yeah. so there's was, there's was some cool concepts in the movie I tell you, so that one it was called the old guard the old guard, the old and, guard. Uh, okay, okay yeah and the old guard too is already like being in production so okay so i I wasn't sure if because i knew that they were teeing it up for a sequel but lately i've been thinking like did they just scrap it and not tell anybody because you know now they're on to uh fucking the gray man yeah that Mm -hmm. happens so much yeah so like i say it's been greenlit whether it actually happens is yeah so i I think i got the old guard I, i think the old guards in my uh in my netflix list I've been meaning to see it, but you know, it strikes sort of like that 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 uh, genre that I dig, you know that. Well, and I would say that it's all speculative stuff, you know. And that's it's the old guard is um, better than this one. I mean, it kind of it's another over the top action movie with not that good of special effects, like Netflix has been cranking out with uh, these high paid actors or actresses but mm-hmm. the old guard at least has this kind of unique mythology or a uh, story and mythology behind it that 
makes you think a little bit more. Like I said, like that whole drowning thing that's, that's stuck with me. That's, that's so weird. I've never heard about, you know, a character that yeah. might have to go through that. It's really creepy and weird. Um, so there's, there's some things that are at least new from that where the gray man is like, Hey, here's things that you've seen for the past 50 years. And we're just going to try and turn it up to 11, but we're only going to spend $50 on the special effects and $175 million on the actors and writers. Um, At least they killed off Chris Evans. That's all that matters. Yeah. (laughs) This stupid fucking mustache. That's the only thing he did to try and make himself seem creepy was grow a mustache. Right. And wear white pants. Yeah. White shows. linen pants and a mustache. Ooh. And uh, I guess he just figured being a fucking looking like a pedophile equals creepy. So let me ask you this though. With it. If the sequel to this movie came out in let's say next year, because if it came out mm-hmm. next week, I think we'd all watch it. But if this yeah. sequel came out <laughs> if the sequel came out next year, would you guys watch it? I I'd would probably, yeah. I'd probably pass on it. On, on I, Netflix I again, I'd it's free. I probably because I, I dedicated two hours to this nonsense. You yeah. give me something better, make me feel good about watching this first two hours. So I, yeah. I would risk being annoyed. Listen, listen. Just because there's nowhere to go but up doesn't mean. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> doesn't doesn't mean you gotta. It doesn't mean you will. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't mean I, I'm. Doesn't mean I'm going to waste my time. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't have so many things in my backlog that I would not watch a sequel. Okay. You know, all you, all you got to do is catch me on a on a rainy night, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll throw it on. Fuck Look, it. I've watched I've watched plenty of like cheesy, you know, you know, comedies with with uh, you know David Spade or whatever, straight to Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know this one. I just I don't know. It just. It just reeked to me. I, I didn't like it at all. It, it did. Because it should have been good. It did feel like they were just like, fuck you. You're going to watch it. We don't right? care. Yeah. Like they just, right. They, right. They didn't have to try because they had all the ingredients. They just didn't mix them that's, together correctly. Yeah. That's exactly it. They felt like they weren't trying very hard. They just phoned it in. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. You know, we have Gosling. We have Evans. We have Dayarmis. They're all hot. We got these Russos who do the Marvel stuff, and mm-hmm. we got the power of Netflix. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. You we know, don't have to have quality. We have quantity, you know? An- another yeah, real special. For five minutes today, do a couple things and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just no let's, effort. Let's, another special moment in the movie was uh, at the end of the film <laughs> when they were storming this castle. Special. And Anna <laughs> de Armas is charging straight down the pipe running down the driveway through the front gate and mm-hmm. there are machine gun nests shooting at her and she's just Doesn't doing a little hit once. serpentine did right. serpentine thing and then she's firing like <laughs> rocket launchers on the run like how she's firing rocket launchers on the run yeah don't you have no. to stop and like you know put that thing on your i mean you really gotta no, probably she's aim she's anna to arm she's 90 pounds yeah. and she's smoking fucking hot does so she doesn't she have can to just, do that she could just run and gun with a rocket launcher yeah Run and gun. That's what yeah. she was doing. Yeah. Like I, I, I understand sus- suspending disbelief in movies because it's fiction. But like, come on. <laughs> she was literally dodging bullets in there. It showed her like doing a little yeah. jig. She's yeah. Like, <laughs> she was. Like, yeah, she was yeah. doing a little juking. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> and oh. she is fucking beautiful, that woman. She yeah, is beautiful. I think we've said that. Yeah, we've established that. Yeah, she is. She uh, is gorgeous. She's next level. Painfully hot. Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I actually talk about one other thing about this movie? Um. Yes. All right. <laughs> so there's that. So when they first show him kind of getting that bond with the girl, the young girl, you know, at one point she asks him about the tattoo. Mm-hmm. on his arm and he's like oh it's you know this greek guy that had to put a push a rock up a hill yeah right. that whole thing i actually kind of find it somewhat interesting because so i i know aj you definitely do because i know you've read the odyssey and the iliad i know about marky and some of our listeners may not know yeah so right, so that's right, a right. reference to sisyphus yep who was uh from greek mythology he was like a king that uh, you know, was super clever, and apparently he like he cheated death a couple times by just outsmarting <laughs> Hades and death. And so when he died finally, like a third time, Zeus got involved and uh, you know sentenced him to for the rest of eternity to have to push this giant boulder up a hill. And just as he gets to the top of the hill the boulder falls back down and he's got to go back down and push it back up. And uh, this is his life from for, right. forever, for eternity. It's a sentence, right? Yeah. So, and, and I did find that kind of interesting that uh, that's basically Ryan Gosling's character is a guy that just knows everything he's doing is fucking worthless. He's just going to be back down at the bottom of the hill in a few minutes, right. but he keeps doing it even though he knows it's pointless which, you know, I, I thought was kind of cool. And it's actually kind of, I, I mean, I guess Sisyphus kind of represents m- most of humanity that kind of gets the fact that, like, on a grand scale, life is kind of worthless. <laughs> like, right. we're not, we're not going to affect the universe one bit, but we might as well fucking enjoy our time while we're here, you know? Like, even if you're just pushing a rock up it, up a hill for eternity, make the fucking best of it, because at the end of the day, you know, eh, the, this is what you got. So you might as well fucking have fun uh, and enjoy it. So I, I did enjoy that little aspect of the movie. I, I agree with that. That one, there was like a little bit like, oh, there's like a little shard of, yeah, you know, depth. interest. Yes, yeah, exactly. A depth. little bit of depth to the character, but they and didn't then, get into it enough. Yeah, I I feel like though that you know because this movie I believe is based off of a series of books, and that's just one of the it things is, that they they're able to rip from the book, and uh, they're you know mm-hmm. maybe the authors got a little bit more smarts and pulled something, yeah. not so much out well, of his ass like the rest yeah, of the team and, did. And the spy stuff is certainly a popular book genre. Mm-hmm. As well, oh yeah, as well, you know, yeah. There's way more books because there's so much right. There's so much ones fa- out there too. So yeah. much fodder to make it like a book series. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like with a running character like Jason Bourne or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, which was based on a book. So, like, yeah. Or the new, the new, uh, fucking Amazon Prime, the Terminal List from Jack Carr. Mm-hmm. Or, or like the Jack Reacher stuff, like that. Yeah, you know, Reach another very long fucking book line. Of, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, there's a lot to mine from that, but mm-hmm. they they really 
they really either they 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 just and the reacher the reach the reacher books and lee child though like those are subtle great sci right spy movies that mm-hmm. those are i'm sorry books like the uh the subtlety in like the um I've, I've got grain brain now i'm too deep in the sauce but <laughs> just the the intricacies of the plot and like i'm mm-hmm. uh especially yeah, thinking how, like the first one book. one thing goes one way but then two books later connects th- on, on another way mm-hmm. and yeah like shit is actually connected and like if you look deep you can find stuff right but yeah, with this it, there is nothing deep look, everything yeah, the, was well, right well, on the, the surface. gray man i don't i don't know anything about the source material mm-hmm. but that's, that's if, a fair point the author might yeah. be fucking about to blow his brain what they showed what us they did. is right. there's nothing there's no depth to what they showed us right right yeah the sure. source material might be garbage, but if it's any good, if the source material is any good, then I don't think the Russos really mm. mind, mind everything from the source material. They did, definitely didn't read the book. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. They might have taken some notes, talked to the right. author or something, but, you know, I, I think they half-assed it to me. Like, you know? Yeah. That's just how I feel. I, I, I don't think they... No, I agree. Yeah, you know they. Um, Everything down to the special effects felt half-assed to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah top to bottom. The special effects, the yeah, everything. Nothing. I was works. so let down because I wanted this to be good. It has potential to be good. I I had a strong feeling it was going to be exactly what it was just from the trailer. I was like, this looks like they're phoning it in, and the amount of ads that were just pushed one after another hey you of, mentioned and you mentioned that of, to me it bolstered yeah it bolstered my my thought of it just being like this is not going to be good yeah like they they are just slamming this shit home because they know it's they just need people to watch it they know they, it's not good they know it's hot garbage and they're just like they're banking on you watching it for the names right right and, and see but but here's the thing like they did that with red notice you know, with yeah. Dwayne Johnson and Ryan right, Reynolds. Right, right. But that movie actually delivered on some shit. Like, it wasn't brilliant. It, it didn't blow Look, you away. It honestly but the action wasn't... sequences were done really well. Yeah, and there's yeah. good special effects. And the characters were actually charming and enjoyable. Yeah, this had none of that. I'm not going to tell you that I thought Red Notice was, like, a good film. Right. I just thought I just thought that they 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 knew what they were. And yes. I had fun with, and they had fun with it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they, they, Gray Man thought it was a serious film or mm-hmm. it tried to be, and it, and it and didn't yes. work at all on any level. No. Red Notice, they started up Nazi Jeeps that were buried inside of a cave from yes. 70 <laughs> yes. years ago. And we're just like, yep, this work. Yep. Totally preposterous, right? Yeah. All of it was preposterous, and but they weren't embraced it. Yeah, they, yeah. right. So. They weren't pretending they were anything other than that. Exactly. The gray man was trying to be like serious spy thriller, mm-hmm. like you know, brute, like a brooding Ryan Gosling, like a yeah. serious role here. I'm being very serious. Mm-hmm. He and, was also and, doing some like MacGyver stuff from time to time. Oh yes, remember when he was in the um when he got oh when he got in caught the trap, the trap door. door? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He Jesus got Christ. 
I saw that coming. So, How did that, he not see that right, coming? That guy was being so obvious about it, too. Like, right. step forward. Step forward, step forward a little more. Just to and then right. that's that's when he did the God, MacGyver yeah. stuff, when, when he started filling the, the, the pit with water. Yeah. And he did that whole thing and exploded the thing. And then, yeah, it's yeah, so that ridiculous. Whole sequence was unnecessary. That was the other thing. They did so many cliche spy thriller things. That mm-hmm. was just so out of place. Like it yeah, just that didn't you, fit. Didn't make yeah. sense. Like you didn't have to do all those things. Just tell us like a tight story. Like, all right. So I wasn't on the episode, but I did watch the um, the outfit. Oh yes. Okay. Nice. Oh, the, I've been and, waiting to ask you about this. And actually. the out and the outfit is a much smaller single location film. Small nice story. Ca- small cast, tight story. I thought that movie was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Fucking love um, that movie. And um, I, I watch it again just to see some of the intricacies that that's on Amazon Prime, right? Uh, uh, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. So oh, I okay, thought that was yeah, I, I did. I, thought, I rented that one. But, yeah. But it's like if you put those movies side by side, right? Like they're both like they're both spy thrillers. If you think like one of them yeah. is like more like mafia esque, but you mm-hmm. know, but the main character, the titular character in the outfit. Um, played by um, Mark Rylance. Yes, he's yeah, he's got like a dark past, and he's got this whole mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of like misdirection in the film done so subtly and so well. Yes, and I just I don't know. You look at both those films and you're like, why couldn't why couldn't even with a big budget, a bigger budget, couldn't mm-hmm. the Gray Man be a tighter film like that? Just tell me exactly. a better story. You got good actors. You have A list actors in this film. Like, just yeah. tell me a better story. You the don't have to was blow great. everything up. Great, yeah. It was terrific. It was hardly any special effects, and just they a, didn't need it. It was almost like a play. Standing story, hundred percent was. That's what right. we discussed during our episode. Like that was yeah. just a Broadway. I thought for certain that it was adapted from uh from the theater from Broadway. Mm-hmm. Nope. Somebody wrote it and just went straight to th- or straight it, to film with it. It's one of those films that I need to watch again because I need to watch. Mark Rylance's performance early in the film and just like pick up on some right. of the subtleties. Now that you know yeah. how it ends, you yes. gotta watch the beginning yes. again. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So totally. such an explosive ending. I, I like, love their discussion a, about mm-hmm. that movie. So cool, so cool. But like it's also in the realm of that sort of spy thriller genre. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, intrigue. Just in 1950s Chicago, you know, like yeah. Chicago. Just a just a different, just a different sort of era, different mm-hmm. story being told, smaller story. Yeah, but you but know, the same with, idea like, of secrets and double agents, right? And, with major yeah. state, major stakes in place, right? Like, mm-hmm. like people's lives on the line. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So, so you look at the gray man that spends all this money, like you said, on these beautiful sets in like croatia and you know in vienna and like all these mm. beautiful places that they show us but it, you get the outfit that's just in one room the yeah, whole the time ta- the tailor's uh out uh, uh shop yeah. yeah yeah and that's all it's, you need to really tell it. if the, you have a the great shop story you just that's need it. that location yeah sorry he wasn't a tailor he was a cutter that's right. Cutter. He was a cutter, I'm a cutter right. not a tailor. <laughs> Anybody can sew buttons. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you guys love that film because I, I absolutely, I thought it was so brilliant. Yeah, absolutely yeah. freaking brilliant. Well, I know, agree. I know, we'll get there at some point, but th- that is destined for the Evolved. vault. Yeah, yeah. 
that movie has got vault written all over it. Yeah, so, Sam and I yeah. were talking about that movie for days. Like you're like, remember this part yeah. and that part? Like, you know, it's just so good ah, to like so think good. back on and yeah, they really did something with that one. You can really make like just terrific films with just like that single location and just with great acting and yeah. terrific mm-hmm. writing, and you can just make it work. You can just make it work. Why do you That's have to do anything and, more? Uh, TW was uh, uh, was it TW that was having a hard on about Dylan O'Brien? Um, no, that's maybe, me. I that love Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. yeah, he's he's been sharp, man. He's been high. Mm-hmm. He's been coming out on some good stuff lately. Was yeah. he the Loving son? Monsters. He the, he's oh, the one that, he was the son. Yes, yes. He's yes, the one yes, that yes. got yeah got shot in the throat. Yes, yes. He was terrific. Yeah, he was terrific. And uh, yeah, some of the swerves they did in the last third of the film were just they just they all worked. They all made sense. They all logic like you could trace it all back. Yeah, you know what I mean. None of it was like. Oh, we're just doing this twist just to be. Yeah, yeah, it no, all no. advanced the plot. Yeah. It advanced the plot, but it all you can all trace it all back and be like, yes, oh, mm-hmm. that makes so much sense. It, yeah, you can yeah. trace it back and that it makes sense from the original story when it was referenced. Like exactly, it's, there's, exactly. There's yeah. nothing that came up later that wasn't mentioned before. Precisely, or was already laid down as groundwork. That, and that's that was. I love that part. I love that whole. The whole idea that they were able to like tell such a tight story like that, you know, and I just, you know, I know we're talking great man, but the, it, it, I think they're, it's related because like they spent so much money on this dog shit just to like be able to blow up stuff. And, and you know what, if, mm-hmm. if, if, if embedded in there somewhere was a cool story, I could forgive it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the, but they it was a cool good story. story part. Yeah. Yeah. And, you um, know, and the performances in the outfit were just so Stupendous. tight yeah. and, and, and so good. yeah, and captivating. And, and there's mm-hmm. something too about just like the simplicity of like, just like the knife and the pistol where, yes. you know, when they're and the, the threat of those simple weapons where, you know, obviously very fatal and you see people get killed by them in uh, the outfit, but then in the gray man, Ryan Gosling gets stabbed 30 fucking times. Uh, yeah. There's a million bullets flying by. There's mm-hmm. private armies that are going after him with mounted mm-hmm. machine guns that right. are... And he's you know, none of it bench. made a damn bit of difference. He was right? handcuffed to a bench. It. Yeah. And, you know, and no, I know we're no, suspending disbelief when all this shit's going on. Of course. But, you know, at one point, he's hiding underneath the bench and he reaches for the pistol. And like a few rounds go pew pew pew, like right in front of his pistol. And he's like, "Oh, I can't touch it; it's too hot." You know, like there's oh, look, there's look, there's bullets. Look. Bullets yeah. fucking bounce. That would have been through his goddamn skull. Okay. Like it would have exploded. And 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 people listening to us is we're in no way saying that you know filmmakers shouldn't spend a lot of money on their films. Like once upon a time in Hollywood, there was a big budget, I'm sure. And I love that film. Like, that's just one example. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, of a recent film, like, you can spend lots of money, but just yeah. make it quality. Like, spend it correctly. Yeah. I guess Take your money it, it and is, spend it correctly. It is terribly frustrating, even though it's not our dollars and, you know, we've already paid mm-hmm. for the Netflix subscription. It is still terribly frustrating to see $200 million go to something that's just dog shit. Yes. Yeah. I really wish it was I wasn't. know. Yeah. Uh, but it really was terrible. So you guys want to rate it? What do you rate yes, it out please. of five stars? Are we allowed to say zero? 
And now I'm going to say two and a half. I originally said 2.75. I'm going to say two and a half. Yeah, I came down after talking to you guys, um, but I'm going to say two and a half. So it's like a 50% um, because, you know, they they still spent $200 million and there is some uh, entertainment value for it in me. Am I allowed to say zero? You are. Am I? I thought it's not one out of five. Yeah, you can you can give it a zero. Yeah. All right, I'll give it a one. A one? That's about right. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna go with the two, only yeah. because, like I said, there's some fun scenes that are kind of worth watching. Like some of the action sequences are good. Mm-hmm. They just they don't they don't end well. Like I and I, know, I there's like right, half a good me, scene. Yeah, but for me, there's too many glaring yeah. things in that film. To come up to it too, and it is I, kind of funny to laugh at fucking Chris Evans and his mustache. So, and I, I you're, being very, you're being very generous. I, I, yeah, maybe too generous. I, I did right. generally like. Uh, you guys were talking a lot of shit about Chris Evans, um, and I see that now. But uh, mm. at, you know, at the time, like I, I genuinely uh, liked his character and the way he portrayed it. Um, mm-hmm. I said overall entertaining, but nothing groundbreaking. Could have been better with minor changes, not as many. It could have been better if they just didn't have as many quick edits or obstructed cameras during the fight sequences. Mm-hmm. That alone yep, could have bumped a it point. up a point. Yeah, um, that's a, worth, that's a really worth, good point. Worth the watch if you've already got Netflix and have two hours to burn. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's you know worth the watch as then like like I said, I I I don't have a like a, a watch list that I'm like, Oh, I've got so many things to get to. I've got no time to watch all this. Like, no, mm. like there's plenty of nights where I'm like trying to find something to watch. Yeah. Um, and this is something to burn. I mean, it's, you know, not good, but it, it's semi entertainment, I guess. It's well, actually, there, there you have it. <laughs> yeah. It's less time than the final episode of, uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah, it yeah, is. Stranger, oh, no, the shit. final episode. But, but the final episode. Yeah, yeah, but it was two Ooh. two hours and twenty minutes of amazingness. It was great. Isn't yeah. that isn't that wild? So many episodes uh in that last season of Stranger Things was super longer long. than a movie. The finale, yeah. the two minute two hours and twenty minutes, I was glued to the TV. Yeah. The entire time. Loved it. I did not think I would like that show that much. Neither did I. Uh, my, I, my, I tried, waited so, until a couple Mar- weeks I'm ago sorry. I'm sorry. Spoilers, everybody. Marky, you're caught up, right? I'm caught up now. Yeah, I am. Fucking, fucking. I'm so sad about Eddie. I know. I think he's gonna come back. How? He, I How? don't know. How? I, I, so I was talking to some real hardcore nerds the other day, and mm-hmm. they were telling me that there's a character uh, within. Uh, you know, these nerds could say it better than me. From what I gathered, there's a dungeon in. Dungeons and Dragons character that Vecna ends up making his slave after he kills him, and that might be Eddie. Okay, so Eddie might come back oh, like as a villain. Yeah, as like a, a slave character. I oh, want Eddie as Eddie. Mm. Like I liked mm. Eddie. Yeah, Eddie was great arc. My favorite Fuck, character yeah. of the last Dude, season. I've been Dude, playing a bunch of Metallica lately. It was amazing. Every, every time I pop in my truck lately, I've been blasting. Master. And and yeah, some old school Metallica. That's Master of he, Puppets is such a sick album. 
when he way, goes yeah. into his uh trailer and he finds his guitar and yeah. it's like got it's wrapped in like these tentacles he's like yeah. this is where it's supposed to be yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like it was made of for this place yeah, it's yes. made for this world yeah yeah i love me some eddie um i love well i love dustin too but i love that whole their whole friendship like it right. was so cool I like yeah. the secret agent man that like lays his life down. The fat dude that just like goes nuts with this Beretta nine is like blasting rounds off in their little house mm. and ends up getting mm-hmm. killed. Like there's yeah, like, so the many that gives them the pen. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I love how they set up the final season. Like I really mm-hmm. thought it was terrific, but this oh, is not what this, this podcast is about. But anyway, I yeah. love Stranger Things. Okay, so maybe we should just wrap this up. We'll talk about podcast or talk about Stranger Things after. Uh, we can close yeah. this because I've got some questions. I want to talk to you guys about this. All right, that's mm. good. Okay, let's dig into some Stranger Things during the 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 post show. That would be fun. Mm. Uh, which, by the way, listeners, if you're like, "Hey, I'd love to hear you guys talk about Stranger Things," let us know by hitting us up on our social media, where we can be found at Movie Council Pod. Or send us an email. It is moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. It is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, wherever you listen, give us a rating or a review, especially on iTunes. Uh, helps us out a ton and we super appreciate it. So, yeah, it, it hit us up all over there. And, uh, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. I, I had a good time this week, gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was fun. You know, it's uh, it's fun to talk shit about a movie. And uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. DP, I saw you kind of like flick your head left and right, and I was like, "Uh oh, did he like this one?" No, no. I, I just I just wanted to ease into the shitting okay. on it. Okay. I, I I wanted to save the shitting Look. until we're ready to shit, but yeah, AJ, get, you really couldn't hold it. It's one of those things you can try and hold your cheeks together, but that right. shit's coming out. You AJ blasted, yeah. and I saw you shaking your head, <laughs> and I was like, uh oh. So, like, so I wanted f- to ease into it, but yeah, yeah. too late. Before, before you close it out here, like we do like take little breaks in the, you know, here and there. And after I started my vitriol early on, everybody, <laughs> listeners, we took a break and DP said, well, could you be a little bit more negative? So, you know, <laughs> crank up that negativity. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I know there's a little sarcasm there, but but just so you guys know, um, yeah, it was it was fun to shit on the grave. Yeah. So, you know, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it again, like I said, go watch it. It, it is fun to watch, especially if, you got, if you've got Netflix. Then already. listen to us shit on it afterwards, because oh boy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, stop where you were listening. When DP said to stop before yeah. I went on my tirade, go watch it and then listen to me go on my tirade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I don't know if you can do that. I don't know how time works, but yeah, yeah. It, it works some way. <laughs> Anywho, but uh, yeah. So everyone, you you got we're the, the upside down pod. Yeah, Thomas. <laughs> we're Thomas we're, we're heading to the upside down right now. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, for myself and for Marky and AJ, we say good night, and we will talk to you next week. Love you night, guys. Night. Chris Evans says douche. The movie council is adjourned.